Welcome back to Race Car. This is Race Car on this Saturday morning. It's just after 11 o'clock. Gareth Hall with you. Great to be with you. And it's a big day of racing across the three codes, but especially in the dogs with the Melbourne Cup tonight. And then we've got Group 1 racing in the Winterbottom Stakes there in Perth. Wait for age race over the 1,200 metres. We've also got some terrific racing there in uh, Melbourne, of course, with the Sipping Classic. and be interesting to see how this track plays with the weather around. I've also got some terrific racing there at uh, Rose Hill and it is George Moore Stakes Day up there in Brisbane with their summer carnival in full swing. But we had the first heats of the Inter-Dominion last night in terrible conditions. There was some fuel, some interesting results there and a man that watched it closely was our harness racing guru here on SEN in Darren Carroll. Darren, good morning to you, mate. Morning, Gareth. Yeah, it was horrendous conditions early, wasn't it? Um, probably got better as the night went on, but uh, earlier on, it was very tough going for all participants. Yeah, we'll go back and have a look at the heats one by one. We'll start with the, the first of the Trotters heats at Albion Park last yep. night. And I think there was a few of us keen on Mufasa Metro to lead all of the yeah. way, but we probably weren't thinking that Olavici would land leaders back. And once Olavici landed leaders back, he was going to be awfully hard to beat. Yeah, the two, um, my ultimate Eddie galloped at the, in the score up and probably took no part in the race and that allowed Olavici to get leaders back and that was the difference in the race, Gareth. Um, I'm pretty confident that if Olavici had to sit parked outside, um, as we thought would probably have to happen, then we reverse the results. So full credit to Chris Lang, he took the most of it and opportunity was there. But I thought um, a faster match show was only just a run, really. Um but Olvici, nice. Uh, Constantinople went a good race. Um, so, yeah, nothing really um, out of the ordinary coming out of the race, I didn't think. Did you think the same? No, I thought, yeah, Olavici's a progressive type. Um, it's good to see him put his hand up in a race like that. I think Mufasa Metro, he's a place chance at best in the Inter-Dominion. I don't think he's ever going to win because he tries to make his own luck and he's just vulnerable in the concluding stages. But he's never really far away. Um, yeah. yeah, but Olavici, I, I think he's a small winning chance for the series now. Yeah, with his gate speed, um, Fast Mitchell always gives himself a chance to be there. Um, yeah, and Olavici, yeah, definitely in the top five, but um, we'll see how, the, how it goes throughout the series. So the big story out of night one, I think, was the performance of Rock and Roll Zoo. Um, there was a query in his performance and there was some reasonings, I think, from Michael Stanley, but... Um, nothing really I can read in the stewards report that there was any major drama with him. He just, he was out the back in difficult conditions. It was probably the toughest time of the night there to, to compete in. And he came out three wide without cover after future assured went to the front and he never looked like winning. He didn't get any points. He was down the track back in seventh rock and roll do. So future assured was too good for Tommy Lincoln and Kanita Prevalima. So, um, yeah, it was a race dominated with the horses on pace. So I don't know what to make of this heat. Yeah, it was fence, 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 Gareth. And you're right, it was the worst of the conditions. Rain was going sideways at this stage. Um, it's interesting, I asked um, the good judges up there how, how to play this track. And they told me the last place you want to be is making ground three wide if they're going a fast section down the back. And... That's where he was. Rock and Roll Do was making that run three wide. They went 26-6 the third quarter, and therefore it was just impossible for him to yep. get into the race. Uh, they just went too quick at that point of the race. And if we're talking about the way the weather was at that time, 26-6 is lightning quick. Um, 
So I think that's just put paid to him. Yeah, there's probably issues, but let's see how he backs up Tuesday before we panic, I suppose. No, I think, like, I, I still think he was disappointing in a way that he didn't really finish off um, and yep. didn't get past courses like, I know Spirits St. Louis a quality performer, but I cast no shadow on those type of horses. So, yeah, well, um, I should have beat him home. Yeah, and he, he didn't get beat just. He got beat 17 metres. So he was 10 metres further back behind Spirit of St. Louis. Now, I think that the conditions played a part. There's no doubt about that. They did, because it was all the fence. Every, yeah. The top five were all fence. Yeah. So. But half an hour time, in half an hour later, um, Better Eclipse won like better eclipses, like in the zone, thinking that he's a definite, like he's a better chance than Rock and Roll do now in the Inter-Dominion. Um, yeah, we underestimate him, don't we? Yep. Um, gee, um, arrogant drive. He just put him into the race at the right time. Um, they come home in 26.5. It was just the way he did it, though. He's just push button, isn't he? Like, um, yeah. And we know we know he can handle the series. Um, we know he's got Greg Sugars, who's just you know, one of the best in the, in the world, probably world-class driver. Um, so yeah, he's a life chance. We can't discount him, and I think uh, he made a statement last night to say, "Hey, don't forget about me." Yeah, I think that he's a he's a massive chance that horse. Um, better eclipse, especially if he draws low. The only concern for mine, if he didn't have that, and Greg Sugars joined me on Giddy Up the other day, if he didn't have that hiccup, say in a race like the the Victoria Cup when he took on the yeah. big boys and failed. Yeah. Um, if you if you erase that race from your mind, he's he's one of the most informed paces in the country at the moment. Better eclipse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we chatted about this the other day. He's, he's probably be, a better chance not drawing well. Yeah, his his best chance is he sways in, leave the phone, go to war, and um, and he's sitting on them. So yeah, I think in the Victoria Cup he had to be used off the gate. I'm not sure that's really his go. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's his best chance. But yeah, he's a chance. And he drives him well as well. Like, he, he, uh, you're right. If he doesn't have to do any work, then he can put him into that race. Um, yep. And I'm pretty sure under the circumstances, Michael Stanley might have done that if it was a dry day or he could actually see from the back of the field. He just, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, I think when you more I look at that replay now with Rock and Roll Doer, I think he can forget that run and hopefully he can bounce back on Tuesday. Yeah. Leap to fame, did what yeah, he has drawn drawn bad. We'll get to those races in just a moment. Leap to Fame does what Leap to Fame does. He he sat on the pace and won. Um, I don't know if we we learnt too much there. Duex won a place for us, which was good. Yep. Um. Yeah, it was just pretty um, regulation, wasn't it, Gareth? Uh, he found the front. Um, buzzed home in twenty six four again. You know, so the times wise, he was super impressive. Soft did everything we would have expected him to do. I thought Nerano was really good actually. Um. He made a mid-race move, um, and I thought he was outstanding, really. So, um, might be a sneaky race for him throughout the series, but you need to find the right race. But and um, Deus Ex went to how we thought it would lead, takes it. That was his opportunity. I thought he just sort of battled into third, and um, I don't think I'd be going back to that well again. Mm. No, um, then we move on to Swayze. He did enough, didn't he? That's what Swayze does. What did you make of his effort? Exactly right. He did what he had to do. Um, we always know that he finds another gear when something comes close to him, but nothing ever came close to him. So um, he just let him amble out of the gate. Smart drive. It was a smart in the Dominion heat drive, Gareth. He uh, saved a bit of petrol in the tank and did it easy. So um, a little playboy and turn it up. They were you know, sound efforts. Um, nothing really come 
off the speed out the back. So, yeah, I think it went the way we thought it would be. But um, was nice. it was a nice pipe opener considering where he's been travelling overseas and uh, New Zealand. Yeah. So, yeah, good start for the series for him. Massive concerns for Queen Alita. Plymouth Chubb went past her like she was standing <laughs> still. Yeah. Um, what did you make of her? Oh, I just looked at the replay yeah. then. It was... She got the front easy. Um, she was well, Plymouth Chubb was my best roughie for the series, um, but I didn't think he could do what he did last night. I just thought, you know, he, he was probably the fifth or sixth best in the race, and I just thought he's the kind of horse that will improve over the series because he came back looking like he was in foal. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he will improve, no doubt whatsoever, but I had no idea he could do that. Um, they'd come home in 27-7. I thought she was a bit flat. You know, he just went straight past him. Um, so a bit of a shock. Um, do we panic? Yeah, the, the next one's more impressive, but he'll need to improve. She will need to improve, sorry, off that to be able to win. Um, Plymouth Chubb, gee, if he keeps going through, then he might be a contender. Yeah, like that was so impressive. Cameron Hart in the gig, he's a wonderful driver, isn't he, C. Hart? Yeah, yeah. They just run for him. Um, yeah. yeah. And Pl- he's not really renowned for his speed, Plymouth Chubb. No. Um, he's more yeah. of a tough, tough type horse. He did win a, a heat of the Great Southern Star last year, but um, he's not renowned for coming off a sit and just doing that. That was blistering, really. Yep. So, no, yeah. it was sensational. Just Believe did it in second gear. He got crossed and then he worked to the front and then um, he'll be a lot shorter now for the final, I would imagine. Yes, um, with Queen Elida getting beaten, um, yeah, he'll be a lot shorter. Um, another classic Greg, Greg Sugar's heat. Winning drive, um, did it perfectly. Let let it unfold, and knew that he had the best horse. So knew he'd get the front, and um, he just won it with ease, really. So, so having a look no at the arguments. yeah, having a look at the draws now for the pacing heat round number two. Um, Pete said so. Drawn barrier number one. one. Speak the truth. Two. Tis a sizzler. Three. Jewess X4, send it five. Mr. McLaren, rock and roll, do outside that front row. Swayze's eight. Miracle Moose, nine. Northview Hustler, 10. Future Assort, 11. And can't find a better man, 12. That's an interesting race. Um, see what rock and roll do can do from that draw. Yeah, it is an interesting race. Um, he'll be a little bit concerned, won't he, about what he does tactically, but... Um, He's going to have to put him into the race because he's going to have to earn points. So, yeah. Uh, he can't afford to sit back. So it's really interesting. So, um, Swayze is an awkward draw, but you know it's not the end of the world if he doesn't win, is it, Gareth? No. Uh, um, I'd be reluctant to be betting too confidently into that race based on the barrier draw and how it's unfolded. Better Eclipse still looks the horse to beat in race number three, despite the draw. Um, there's no real big guns there. Captain Shaffles. Um, Barrier 10, Narano 7 was good the other night. Um, Manila Playboys drawn four, Tim's a trooper in three, turn it up one. Yeah, I thought um, based on his win last night, then yeah, he'd be clearly the one to beat there. Yeah. Mm. Leap to Fame's got yeah, a second. He'll be, be very short favourite, won't yeah. he? Uh, he'll win. And Leap to Fame's got a second row draw. He should just roll to the front whenever he wants, basically, in race four. Yep, they all like their hand up jobs there. Um, yep, he'll be a dollar ten again. Gareth. Yeah, and Queen Alina's drawn barrier three against Olavici, Mari Law, Constantinople. Um, be interesting to see if she can bounce back. She has to bounce back. If she doesn't, then um, um, 
the other one will be starting very, very short price favourite. But, um, yeah, I think she'll get the job done there, Gareth. And then we've only got two heats of the trotters and three heats, of course, for the paces yeah. there on Saturday night because it's over the longer trip. And now we've got, like, Plymouth Chubb, Barry, two takes on Just Believe inside second row. If he goes, he'll leave Plymouth Chubb. Um, he flies the gate. Uh, Sarah Fahrenheit flew the gate last night, but they'll be happy to take a seat. Um, Plymouth Chubb will lead. He's not a hand-up horse either, so it's going to be a race, this one. So this will be um, defining of how the series goes to a large degree, but Just Believe, again, doesn't have to be given a gut buster. But um, Plymouth Chubb, um, yeah, certainly... Um, will be very interesting to see how it goes. I wonder if the markets are other markets out for these races. Just having the fields come out late last night. They so should be out though. Tuesday. Um, yeah, they're up, Gareth. Right, so, so I've got. So we're looking for some value. Pete said so. Five dollars. Speak the truth. Four sixty. Swayze two. Rock and roll dudes a bet, isn't he? Five dollars. Uh, not off the back of last no, night. No, but but he, he probably. Yeah, um, it's. I think it's like I said before. I think it's a dangerous race to get too involved in because of the barrier draws. Yeah, uh, I think. And bet, it's yeah. second round heat. Yeah, better eclipse at two twenty. Um, that seems like a good bet to yeah. me, Gareth. I just think with rock and roll, do four sixty. Yeah, I think. I think with rock and roll, do that. If he gets conditions to suit, no excuses. Michael Stanley was talking him up before round one, so. Um, yep. I think he needs to make a statement. Um, leap to fame at dollar twenty-five as expected. Queen of Leader at dollar sixty-five. Um, that's short, but she's expected to lead. And then you've got Plymouth. Well, when you look at it, if you go Olivici's three sixty second pick, well, Olivici hasn't been able to beat her. No, but either is Plymouth Chubb. Or... I know, I know. Yeah. Mm. And then yeah. you take three sixty Plymouth Chubb. You could take him. Against Just Believe, could you or not? Um, I'd probably want a little bit better price than the three sixty, Gareth. Um, so, yep. All right then. Yeah, don't think then I'll be, I don't think I'll be rushing into three sixty. And then you have a look at the future markets for the Inter Dominion. So Leap to Fame at dollar eighty, Swayze three eighty. I think they should still be closer together. Rock and Roll Juice. Yep, seven fifty. I uh, know Better Eclipse seven fifty's been the big mover, and Rock and Roll Do at twelve dollars. And then for the Trotters final, $1.60, just believe. $5 now, Queen Alita. Olavici to $7.50. And Plymouth Chubb, $51 into $10. Mufaso <laughs> Metro has been easy at $12. Well, it's pretty thin, isn't it? Nothing outside. What we saw last night, there's nothing outside those top four could win. Yeah, no, 100%. Anything tonight for us, Daz? Uh, don't mind. Uh, race two, number nine, Magnetic Terror. Um, Andy Gaff got a run in every race tonight, so um, I'm hoping you have a good night. So I like race two, number nine. Um, first up, it was um, was very good. Fitter, uh, okay, second row, barrier draw, just found a suitable race for me. Race two, number nine, Magnetic Terror. And the other one I don't mind is race four, number nine, Cool Night. Again, Andy Gaff. Uh, but this is a three-year-old who went uh, very good throughout the three-year-old um, Breeders' Crown Series. So he ran fourth last week. Um, and it was an excellent run. This is a 1,200-metre st- uh, race, but Andy and Kate um, just win these races for fun. They just win them every time. So they love these races. They set them up. They know how to drive them. Um, I know it's a tricky draw, but I think it's the best horse in the race. So race two, number nine, Magnetic Terror, and race four, number nine, Cool Night. Good on you, mate. We'll chat during the week on Giddy Up. See you, Gareth.
Great to catch up with Darren Carroll. 16 minutes past 11, um, or 19 minutes past 11, I should say. Let's take a quick break on the other side of it. We'll start to preview the Melbourne Cup and the Greyhounds. And a young kid by the name of Will Norman, who is a part owner of Tim Zoo, has got some story to tell, and he'll be telling us that story straight after this.